Welcome back to the Real Football Podcast, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Welcome back to episode 19. Woo! 19 big ones. 19. Oh, As always, mm-hmm. I'm joined by my boy Blake. How goes it? Antoine. What does that mean? Hello, guys. And <laughs> Julian. How's it going, everybody? Woo! Uh, guys, welcome back. We are so happy to be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're here this week coming with a shorter episode, but no worries. We still have some great discussions. I'm going to ask off, uh, ask just a few questions to get us warmed up. Then we're going to get into some, we're going to talk about some very interesting and very on, very relevant topics some, in the world of football. Some managerial mess. Managerial messes. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we'll take it from there and see how much time we have left to bring to you guys. Um, but why not? I'm just going to start it off right now, right here. Guys, you know the drill. I've got four questions. I just want to hear your thoughts on it. I'll start with first one. Question one. Let's do it. Did Crystal Palace make the right choice in firing Patrick Vieira? That's such a W question to start off with. And I don't know the answer right off my bat. <laughs> the answer is simply no. Okay. Because I think who said this? Who's, it was Thierry Henry that said this, I think. Mm-hmm. They were, he wasn't doing a bad job at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he was managing a great. He was it was it was a project, right? Yeah. He he found he, he built a great group. Yeah. Olise, he already had Zaha. Okay, Olise sucks. In, okay, really? yeah. Oh my he god, brought in this guy's such a Edouard, Mateta. He yeah. brought in some great players, yeah, yeah, Anderson. Yeah. And he was he, okay. Sure, it was like a little period where he wasn't doing the best. Yeah. But that's not a reason. I mean, sure, right. results results speak. I have a few things to say about that. Blake, I saw that you had the uh, the table up there. Mm-hmm. I know it says that they're, what, 11th, 12th? 12th, yeah. 12th right now, but how many points are they on right now? And how uh, far away are they all, from the drop zone? They're only four points clear from the zo- drop zone. See, they zone. are 12th and four points off the drop zone. That is crazy. I also think it's interesting you bring that up, um, uh, Antoine, is it's. I felt like it. a lot of it had to do with... Um, a lot of it had to do with the down to the players. I think that the tactics may have been there, but I think the players were underperforming massively, and that's where that's why I'm with you on that. And I think that they should not have fired Vieira because they just brought in Roy Hodgson, who is yeah, that's, that's the bad decision. Seventy five years old. So that weird. is the bad decision. And I I can't disagree too much without with uh, firing Vieira, but bringing in Roy Hodgson. Are you kidding me? I think we can disagree with Vieira. So, Hodgson is such a weird appointment. I think it's it's so, at that point you might as well keep it. It's Vieira. so lateral. It's such a lateral appointment. It doesn't doesn't do anything. No ambition. And I swear he announced th- his retirement like yeah. when he, he left. He did. And their last look at their last games: one nil to Chelsea, January fifteenth. A draw against United. Nil nil against Pal- uh, against Newcastle. Good result. Two one against United. Unfortunate. Uh, 1-1 against Brighton, decent result. 1-1 against Brentford, you were looking for win, okay result. 0-0 against Liverpool, good result. Aston Villa, they lost. 1-0 against City, tough. Brighton, they lost 1-0, tough. They played Arsenal, 4-1, tough. They've had a a stretch of games that are really hard and you wouldn't expect them to win. So them just completely giving up on Vieira, even though he's got them into a 12th place right now, and I know it's not a safe 12th place, but it's a 12th place. The fact that they just completely gave up on him is... It's very unfair. You can almost tell that it was like that vibe at Crystal Palace. That's what well, last week we were talking about next manager to be sacked. I said Vieira because you can almost yeah. tell. Hold on, I didn't. W want... ball knowledge for Anto. yeah, fair. No, no, no. <laughs> I, didn't want, I didn't want to believe it because I I love Vieira and I love what he did 
last season, uh, Crystal Palace and what he did, you know, to, uh, mm-hmm. up until then, because he's, you know, Arsenal biasy, blah, blah, blah. But you are, you know, you were right. And you know, I hate that. But, you know. <laughs> no, like, it's W ball on Crystal Palace is one of the most, the teams I, I, I watched the most because I liked Vieira's tactics and all that. But you could almost tell that the, the, the club wasn't fully backing him, which is why I said that he was going to get sacked. Because when, it, when, it, when a board doesn't back, doesn't back you, and you're going on a poor run of games, no matter who it is, who it is against, you're gonna get sacked. Mm-hmm. It, lo- it looked like it was gonna happen, and it did happen. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's they're also a really trigger happy team with managers. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, like yeah. It, it, they could be like Leicester with uh, Brandon Rogers, and despite them being in even worse form, they keep they're keeping him around. Yeah. I, I have no idea why, yeah. but they've been through Sam Allardyce, Frank De Boer. They went back to Hodgson, and then Vieira, and then. Right. Yeah, it's to, like if I'm putting my bias aside, a front four of Edward and eh, he's mid, but Edward and I, I think I use more of an underrated striker. He's just proven. I think Mateta's a more underrated striker. Okay, sure, Mateta. He didn't play against Arsenal, but whoever the striker is, whoever the number nine is, with Zaha, Olise, and Ezi, that's a good little front four. It is like that. So yeah, he wasn't even playing as it. Like he didn't play as you know. Yeah. So this begs the question: Was Connor Gallagher last season carrying them? I wouldn't say caring, but he definitely he's a huge played part. a massive role. You got role. Milivojevic there instead. Yeah. And I know he's their captain, but Luka Milivojevic <laughs> is a truck. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. He's a great pen taker, though. He's technically so gifted, but he's a truck. Right. Yeah. Right. right. But um, to, to finish up on this question, just to, to remind everybody, one word answer, uh, right choice, yes or no. Blake? No. Nope. No. Nope. Yes. Okay. okay. I say no. Um, all right. Uh, great. Moving on next. Um, we are going to, this is a little preview of what is, oh, this is a little preview of what's to come. So let's keep it a little briefer on this question and cool. then we can elaborate later. Cool. Um, if you were a Tottenham player, mm. how would you react to uh, Conte's, uh, excuse me, Conte's recent comments in the media? That's a really good question. I can't keep can this one brief. Yeah. Oh, go on. I well, know, we can, tough. let's, do you want to say this to the yeah, end? Yeah, let me, let me leave, let let's me bring go, this one down. It's going to be a great floor. transition. Okay. W though. Of course. Who will... Well, this is again a little more, but it's <laughs> who will finish higher? To, as Blake would say, Nuki, Newcastle <laughs> or Tottenham? Who will finish higher? Not necessarily who will finish top four. Who will finish higher? They could realistically both sink. They both but, are, they, they both, both are sinking, yeah. <laughs> but not. But both teams uh, can't finish. I, on, can't finish. Level. I gotta go Tottenham. I just I I can't see Nuki doing it. Neither will make Champions League, but Tottenham will finish higher. Okay, I I, I see that too. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna give it to Newcastle. Yeah. Alexander Isak is starting to bang in the goals. Yeah, you're right. He's getting the form also, back. shout out to Kieran Trippier. I mean, this you guy's seen been that? Consistent he, all um, the pen against who was who did he play? No, Isak <laughs> scored. Isak <laughs> couldn't tell you. Oh, 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 oh! Uh, Nottingham. They played Nottingham Forest, and Kieran yeah. Abbas tried to psych up or psych out Trippier, who was standing on the penalty spot to to take the winning penalty, yeah, and then gave it. To but then Isak walked up right after as. Trippier took all the abuse and he slotted it in. So that's yep, a W, yep, yep, w yep, captain yep. for Trippier. Um, great. Okay. Uh, so most of us got the answer. Yeah. Um, out of the teams, out of the teams outside the drop zone, mm-hmm. can you pull up the? Why don't we pull up the uh, the table that. just so we can bring this up yeah. on topic? Out of the teams outside of the drop zone, who worries you the most? So just for context. Teams in the drop zone right now are West Ham, Bournemouth, and Southampton. What? West Ham are there? Oh mm-hmm. my god. They have a game in hand, but okay. they are there. Um, I'm going to start, and I'm going to say Nottingham Forest. They worry me the most. I'm disagreeing with that. It's got to be Leicester. No, just give me your team. I'm you saying don't need Leicester. To agree. Just I'm give also me a, disagreeing with Leicester. Just give me your team. Madison's though. back. 
Madison's creating chances. Madison's helping them score. All right. He's gonna say Everton. I'm I'm looking at the the bottom three. Mm-hmm. You think it's set in West Ham is not th- going down. I think I think it's gonna be the the bottom three. Really? It might not be in that, that order. Dumb, West Ham, bro. Bournemouth, West- Southampton. Oh my god, dude! The, the other teams, maybe Everton. But who maybe worries? Everton. The most? Bournemouth wins their game and they're out of the drop zone. And anyone, Everton's in. But out of the out of the teams outside the drop zone, probably gonna be Everton or Leeds. I was thinking Leeds as well. Leeds and I think Leicester will probably be fine too. Dude, th- these are like staples in the Prem for so long that we're going, they might go down. There's like, there, the Prem is really top heavy right now. It's crazy. There's a top 11 and then there's a relegation fight. It's, it's, no, such, li- a, it's, so, it's, it's, it's insane. It is. It's insane. It is. Season. 11 points combined Villa or separate like, Villa and Palace and Villa have a game in hand. I don't know if you guys, sorry. I know, I was going to say realistically, there's any team besides... Like, I want Bournemouth to stay up. But Bournemouth and Southampton and Forest, any of those teams that I didn't name, if they go down, I'd be heartbroken. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys watched the Leeds-Wolves game. I didn't, no. 4-2 in the end it was. For where Leeds. Awful refereeing. Mm. Great results for Leeds. Unsurprisingly. But it was awful refereeing. Like Yeah. And Javi, I think his name is Javi Gracia, the the, the new Leeds manager. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look like he's he's got his team... I mean, four goals is good, but for uh, were all the four goals really legitimate? I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't look like he has his team playing the best football, so Leeds do worry me because they just sacked their manager and the mm-hmm. new manager doesn't know it, it's, what to do. It's interesting because, in sorry, I didn't... No, there's just been a lot of managerial turnover this whole season. There's been a lot of mar- managerial mess. I love that little alliteration there, but I think, I think teams are really, really excited on getting a new manager because... There's so much stress that the top, the bottom eight, nine teams are put on that they're like, dude, if we don't get a new manager quick, we're falling. We need a new manager. We need something fresh. We need like fresh blood to boost the team up, and hopefully they go on a run of wins. Because I talked about this earlier. You win, you win two in a row, dude. That's monumental yep. in the in the bottom race. So, oh man. All right. Next. I yeah, I think we're good to move. Yeah, on. we're good. All right. Well, um, like you guys said before, let's. Uh, let's do it. Swiftly transition, excuse me. Swiftly transition to uh, the question I asked earlier. Um, now we know. So Conte has. So let me read the question. If you were Tottenham player, how would you react to Conte's comments in the media? Okay. Um, now, if you guys do not know, a week ago, last weekend, maybe he made. I guess he made a lot of comments in the media. You're a footy a fan. You got to know this, man. He said a lot, a lot, a lot mm. um, about sort of like, you know, the whole joke about like, it's the history of Tottenham, right? Um, it's and the history of the spirits. Exactly. <laughs> this thing that Chiellini said. And I just got to say, like, if you are like this, guy, I'm sorry, this is so unprofessional from Conte. He is the manager of that team and he is dissing them. Like, I have something to say about that. How else would he have conveyed that message? One thousand without getting. F- I know, but you sacked. can't. You can't so do it. It, yeah, do, would you rather would you rather him saying it in private and then getting sacked and we don't even know why he's getting sacked like Jose Mourinho? Say it after or would you, you rather lose say the job, it man. in a press conference where the whole world can know about the even yeah. if they yeah. already knew? Would you rather the whole world know about it even better? And then maybe he still has a chance that of staying in. That puts so much pressure on. If the I was a player, to answer your question, if I was a player, I would react positively to that. So I think there's a I think. There's a double entendre to that. Mm. 
some players react positively. Yep. Players like Harry Kane go, thank God yeah. that someone said something. Players like Dan Juma and, and Pedro Porro, who just got here, are like, Dan Juma. I, just, I just walked into a, a, a complete <laughs> mess. Why yeah. am I here? I'm ruining I'm ruining my career coming here. But someone like Harry Kane who obviously loves the club and even someone like Son. Yeah. I think they go, "Thank God because there's something wrong and there needs to be done. Something needs to be done." Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm, I mean I just don't think like like I said it doesn't bother me what he says because I'm an Arsenal fan, but like if there's just some sort of unwritten rule there where while you're still in the job mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like I said, I have no problem with him saying it, but, you know, um, rumors are coming out left, right and center that during the international break, which is right now, he's going to get, well, it's probably, it's like he's going to get sacked, but it's also sort of like a mutual, it's sort of like thing with Ronaldo where he had that interview and you saw it coming. That's a good point. It's sort of something that, you know, you see coming from a distance where he's going to, what's it called, get sacked and then. Tottenham going to bring in Ryan Mason to finish off the season. <laughs> and oh, no. it's not going to be a great season. And then Harry Kane's going to leave. And yeah. There's a sense of professionalism that you need to have as a manager. So, exactly. So, in, exactly. in that sense, he, couldn't, he shouldn't have said what he said. But let me put it this way I was talking to Ju- with Julian about this earlier. Why did they sack uh, Pochettino? They sort of saw the limit on him. Right? Exactly. Yeah, they, they said they, they said, we're not going anywhere else with him. Right. Who did they sign right after? Was it Mourinho. 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 No, it was uh, it was uh, the guy from from Wolves. No, 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 no. That was after Ryan Mason. Are Mourinho and Conte not similar in play styles, but are they not similar in the way that you need to back them in the short time that you have them? Do you remember what I was saying at the beginning of the season? When we first started this podcast. Tottenham were on a bad running games. I was saying back the manager. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Back Why? the manager, but the board needs to back the manager. And also, the fans need to back the manager because they've already turned on Conte. And I don't think they're they're out of pocket for doing that. I think so. But they, they, did, they did the Arsene Wenger, and they saw the limits with a really good manager, and they sacked him. But what they didn't do is replace the core. The problem wasn't just the manager. The core of the team had a rottenness to it that couldn't that that clearly was there. If they thought that they couldn't go past the Champions League final, how, how are you going how are you going to keep that core and just ch- change managers and just assume it's going to work? Yep. What did Arsenal do? They could clean shop. Brought up new players. Look where we're, we're on great form right now. Tottenham didn't do that. They still have Eric Dyer and and Davidson Sanchez for the last 6 years have started in the FA Cup every time they got eliminated. That is disgraceful. Yeah. And that's still happening to this day. So when it's back the manager, it is back the manager. But it's also back the club because if they don't do something to completely overhaul what Tottenham is, then they're never going to change. That's what that's what United did. That's what Arsenal did. That's what Liverpool may need to do. Okay. So remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about Chelsea, mm-hmm. right? And we made like a hierarchy of who's to blame yeah. for the mess. Uh-huh. At the at the top of the pyramid, at Spurs right now, most to blame one one group or one person. Who are you blaming for Spurs being I think Spurs? It's quite obvious. It's gotta be Levy. It's gotta, it's gotta be, Levy. be Levy. It's gotta be Levy. It's not even close. It's the recruitment. I just, I just want to read out the recruitment. Levy. Do it. I just want to read Levy. Out the I think. I mean. So so let's just start with the players they brought in last summer. Mm-hmm. All right. Richarlison. 
De- should be decent. Flopping Listen, right now. No, Flop, no, no. But that's that should be a good was, signing. Was he even that good at Everton? Yes. To get the move not to not 50 million, but 60. yes. Like 60, 60 million. I think that's a very that's a poor signing. Okay, fair. Uh, there was Romero, who I think they brought on the year, a year earlier. Good signing. Their best January. signing. That was a good, good signing. Good signing. Sure. Uh, Basuma. He's been no. a passenger. He has potential. Has he's potential, but again... Like, I really want him at United, but now he's just, he's just he's being mid. a passenger yeah. there. He just sits, yeah. Jed Spence. Ugh. Ugh. They don't even give him playing time. He's in Rennes now. He's, he's on loan. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. yeah. he's in what? Rennes. I mean, I'm not a fan of them, but how... But they didn't give him any playing time. So I know. Like, that's what I was hearing. He was so promising. He was he so is. promising. So I know. Promising I mean, maybe he'll come Forrest. back, but like... No, it's annoying. How are you... I know. Yeah. They've obviously, obviously just brought in Pedro Poro. Which as scored. well, which he scored. He scored. He scored. But, he scored. but, did they but he's been. He's been. So they they signed, they signed Jed Spence as a right wing back. Don't play him. Then they signed Pedro Porro as a right wing back after they would already signed Jed Spence as a right wing back. And Emerson Royal. And Emerson Royal oh and uh, Merid, Diego Merid Doherty as uh. as uh, expressions likes to say. They have four right wing backs on their squad right now. Not even isn't you said they signed Dan Jimmer, right? Is yeah. he like out on and he's coming back? He's coming next season. Or no, he's Dan no, he's there, there right now. You there? He's there right now. He also, he's on loan right now from Villarreal. Oh yeah, so he's at loan yeah. on Villarreal. No, 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 he's at Tottenham right now. Oh, has anyone heard his name? He's yeah, going to be fair. Really, yeah. what are you, you're going to say his name, Julian. What are you going to say? Go ahead. I won't, go, I won't go the summers before that, bro. Do it, do, do they it. They spend a combined 50 million euros mm-hmm. on Emerson Royale and Brian Gilles. That's crazy. Nah, Brian Gilles, brother. Dude, that guy has a haircut and you know of what's 2007. Sad? You know what's sad is like... So, you, you, put put him, you put Sorry, you put Brian Gilles on the Toronto streets, people think he's homeless, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's no, crazy. he's not wrong though. He's no. got the haircut of the early two thousands. That bro just has a mop on and his head. And you know head. what's sad? When I've taught, when I've listened to expressions on his YouTube, he's like, whenever Brian Hill comes on, he's like, dude, he shows so much fight, and that's what he's. That's what the best they can get out of Brian. Yeah, yeah. bro. Oh, his positioning see. was good. What else here? Uh, Thirty-two million on Giovanni Lo Celso. Thirty yeah. million on Sergio Reguilon. Reguilon. Reguilon was, was promising. Decent, but like, but didn't, see, he got thrown out of the squad. Did he do what he was meant to do? But he was promising under Mourinho. Yeah, that's true. But did he do what he was meant to do? That is true. He didn't. Sixty million on. pounds on Tangi and Dombele. Oh, oh yeah, that's crazy. He's in Napoli now, about yeah, to win the Champions doing... League. Thirty million on Ryan Sessegnon. <laughs> Wait, oh, I forgot about Ryan Sessegnon. That's crazy. Yeah, they they I they just... loaned in Lo Celso first before they bought him. Then they said, and the loan fee alone was sixteen million. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, what? I hope that in a couple in a couple months we'll look at Chelsea's transfers and have the same. Yeah, reaction. reading it back like sixty-five. Yeah. Who's you know? Jack Clark? Who? Who? They spent eleven million on him in twenty twenty. Is he goalie? From Leeds. Is he goalie? Or is he center back? Let's see. I think he's a goalie. I actually have no idea. Who's he's at Sunderland right now. He's a goalie. Give it. Give it to me. He's a goalie. Jack Clark. He is a left winger. That's crazy. <laughs> That's, That's wild. wild. Who is Jack? Clark? Okay, this is the, see? the best signing they have made ever, other than Harry Kane, is mm-hmm. Son. Right? We can agree that. Yeah, one. pretty but much. But I'm sorry. Like you was also reading, like so long ago. Yeah, I know it was. But you're listing off all these players. Like, I could be so stupid by saying this, but like. I feel like it's some sort of curse. Like you have to imagine that one of these signings had to work out. Man, I just love I reading. Just, know, but why bro. is there no center backs? Yeah. Why? Christian why? Romero, by the way. Dial- Christian Romero is probably their best signing. Besides Romero, like, yeah. yeah. But he's bro. Years. But he like didn't he get a? But then card? they spent a lot of money at center back. But then Romero, ha- he doesn't even play in the FA Cup, guys. If they want to win a trophy, they're playing Dyer and Sanchez every single season. 
And and Ben Davies, bro. Oh ben Davies. my god, the fact he's still there. They're still playing a three back. Like I just well, okay, that's not the point. But it's it, the history of the Tottenham. Dude. So yeah. they they lost Kyle Walker to City, mm-hmm. right? And his replacement for twenty five million pounds was Serge Aurier. Like, uh, no, Kyle Walker was Premier League team no, of the season, dude, when, but that's a downgrade. I know that's a downgrade. That's not who you buy, bro. Serge Aurier from PSG. Does, like, come on. Does Deli Ali's downfall also have a play on this time? Yes. Good. You point. remember it was supposed Absolutely. to be Son, Harry Kane, Deli Ali. Trio. Now Deli Ali, as of today, is getting phone calls and he's not picking up the phone from Besiktas. Yeah, he's at the Kardashians, bro. Yeah. yeah. Did you, hear, you hear? You heard about this? Bro was given a little bit of time off to take a break because he's, you know, he's not playing well. He's has so much workload that he needs to take a break. Yeah. And now when they call him to tell him to come back and train and work with us, man's not picking up the phone. He's gone AWOL. Yeah. He's gone Besiktas AWOL. So you know, that's crazy, bro. I mean, this I don't know. Was just never. It's it's sort of it's sort of just like a sad downfall for him. Yeah, no, he was so promising. It's unfortunate. Like that twenty what was it, like 2015, 2016? Maybe no later. Like yeah, just, I hated that. Like, like I know I hate too. Look, and the and the, bo- like, the bottom line is with Spurs, like I would rather us have a Premier League with a top six like it is like it was five years ago, and even right now where Tottenham's in the mix, mm-hmm. rather than where we're gonna be in five years where Newcastle's replace them. Yeah. Eh. Well, that's eh. a different perspective. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, you two Arsenal <laughs> no, fans no, are no, obviously going to disagree. You make a good point. But listen, there. if if Tottenham become like a, an Aston Villa level team, mm-hmm. when you guys win the North London Derby, it's not it going to be as nice. Good? Yeah, no. But however, we always say it's a North London Derby. Form goes out the window. But like you said, we're, we'll be on. we'll be way yeah. above them. And yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're I right. just I just think there's something. I, I, I can see when there's a rotten core. I've I've seen it at Arsenal. It might be with the Toronto Maple Leafs right now. I don't want to talk about that. But I've seen at Arsenal. PSG might be a team that has a rotten core. And I think you might agree with me. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're we going to talk very about clearly. <laughs> we're going to talk about that later. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I think it's Harry Kane might have to go. And Man United Son bound. might have to go. And they might have to go eighth for a couple seasons, and, <laughs> and then win the league. Just gut it, gut it, right? Fingers crossed. Okay, well, so if Son, bro, I don't think they should sell Son. I don't know. It's just well, he is having season. kind of a shit season. Give him another but season. It's just yeah, that's that's. But a Kane's got to go. Kane, yeah. I think it's better for Kane. It's not Kane has to go. It's more yeah. Kane should go for yeah. his own. For like, bro, it's like it's sort of like I'm bringing this to baseball, but it's sort of like Mike Trout never even making it to the playoffs. Like this is this is one of the top players brutal. of our what? I said brutal. Yeah, it's one of our one of the top players of our generation. I'm bringing it back to soccer now, football, um, and he's never won a trophy. Like this is you have to remember this is England's if not greatest player of all time, and Whoa. one of Whoa. one of yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. come on, and you know it's you you start to feel bad for him as much as I hate him. You know, and he should for his own good, for the good of his own career, he should go to Manchester United, where he's getting supplied on nice. the daily. Wow. By uh, wow. What you want him or not? Oh, absolutely, I want him. Okay. Surprised didn't say that. Yeah, I I think it's it's so hard to even think what a Tottenham fan is feeling right now. I just <laughs> I know what it's like, and that you just don't see any brightness. There's really not. Yeah. If Potch comes in. Which I've I've seen rumors that there is a possibility. What does that do? Does that just mean is that like is that going back to the ex that you once loved, but you know that you know it's not a forever thing? 
and it's not where you, not where gonna get you where you need. You, but do you think Pochettino went to him, went to, really did go to his max potential? Do you think they didn't give him enough time? Uh, to be honest, I think Poch can win a Champions League, but not with he that Tottenham, but not, not with that Tottenham squad. I think you know what I think so is. So it's dependent on the squad, right? You said. 100%. You said that they have to go back to eighth, right? Or just stripping down the team well, again. But you, but like that, that, ish, that idea yeah. of that. What did, what did, what did Arsenal do th- th- when they stripped down everything? What happened? Uh, they sucked. What, what well, like I'm sorry, I'm not being very clear. But like, <laughs> what massive change at the top did happened? When... Uh, are you talking about Alba? Are you talking about? Think of man. Well, like managers, right? Emery? What happened? We got well. We got rid of it. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I don't know where he's Let going. Me, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, bring it together. They, this, they brought, they got rid of Emery, right? And they brought in somebody. We say this every time when we talk about Tottenham. They brought in someone fresh, someone new, right? Till they start it all over again. This is you, like you said. You, you can't if you want to start, you know, start oh, over again. Point. You can't go back to the X. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta find somebody new and somebody also, who brings a new look to the game. Not back. Conte or Mourinho. Not some old guy that was good in their old days, right? Will but, still, bro. I I fuck like I don't want them to be good, but like, I, I love I, that. Would Pochettino even want to go back to Tottenham after how they treated him? Yeah. yeah would any manager want to go back that. to Tottenham? Well, you know, not he, even not even how they treated him, how it's run. They didn't even let him yeah. say goodbye to the players when he left. You know that, right? He had to le- he left a note on like the whiteboard when Dude, they sacked him. There's such a mess, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think There's Daniel Levy mess. should leave. There's such a mess. He should, but he's not going to. He's not leaving. I, he's not going to. Do you, and they're fourth still. How are they fourth still? Conte's doing an underrated job, but like, it it, it gives me you can't it lose. gives me a reminder of the Jose Mourinho era at United, where there's so much drama, and mm-hmm. it feels like every week we're tying nil nil with Southampton, but somehow You're s- we're second in the league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but all like. Just like with Mourinho, that can't last forever. Yeah. And if it's not already done with Conte, like there's no way it's going to. Yeah. So it's only downhill from here for Tottenham. I hope, there's a, I hope there's a there's a world where Tottenham is actually dominating the Premier League because I, I'd actually like to see it. That sounds like just the worst no, no, no. universe I could ever. Live I would in. like them to win a like a Carabao Cup. Well, I wouldn't. Uh, I just don't want to like win a whole it. Premier League. I like competitiveness. Yeah. yeah. So. A world where they're there is better. Okay. Overall. On the uh, topic of Daniel Levy, though, I Julian, I'm asking you, is there... I heard that there might be some whispers and rumors about Manchester United's uh, takeover situation. Oof, I did see that. Do you do you have any do you have any insight on that yeah. that you would like to talk about? Nah. Or? Sources say no. Um, <laughs> basically, the big question with United is, uh, do you want... The Qatari money, which is going to make us like almost like even richer than you already are, wow. an unstoppable force. Uh, Complain or... about signings one more time with the Qatari money and see oh what boy, happens. Mm-hmm. Again. Sorry, not today. Not getting into it. <laughs> or do you want the Radcliffe one, where it's cool? He's a local boy. And the real, you know the good one. In you, in you. Where you want less? Where, so, if it was Radcliffe, mm-hmm. it would be. It wouldn't be a full takeover. I think he'd just be buying out the Glazers, or it'd be an eventual takeover where okay. he just buys 10% of the Glazers' share this year, and then another 10%, right. and another 10%, basically meaning the Glazers don't leave. You'll still have all the money in the world. It's not money is the issue. And a guy that so has the passion big, for the club. The big, difference, yeah. the big difference would be... I feel like I'm defending Qatar. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, guys. The difference... They, so they would renovate Old Trafford or build a new stadium, whatever. Radcliffe... like. 
he he dodges the question, but he probably won't do that. Okay. Which is and that's a big thing on the list of United's needs. Uh, we need reinvestment into our facilities. Okay. Like Ronaldo said, we need a jacuzzi. <laughs> new chefs. Um, Ronaldo's always right. Also, another big thing is the investment around Old Trafford. Because when um, the Emirates came into City, what they did is they didn't just renovate uh, the Etihad. They also renovated the area around it. And that mm, gave yeah. them a I better mean, vibe. You, and you could make all the jokes you want about atmosphere and whatever, but the fan experience there at the Etihad is a better one than it was in yes, 2002. Definitely. They what did happened? the same thing as the library, Emirates, right? but it's a nice library. Yeah. It's a very nice library. Yeah. Um, there's also investment into the women's team and yeah, no, every, every everything else. And yeah. the entire picture of United would be a much healthier one under Qatar. Of course, the only question is, how would you feel if that happened? Blood money. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I mean... Radcliffe loves, the, Radcliffe loves the club. The Qataris won't care about the club. I think well, they would. I, I think that I disagree I actually, a little bit. But they, they actually, could they because... Would. Nasser, uh, Al Nasser, yeah. Al Khalifi. Oh, wait, sorry. Why I say Al Nasser? The PSG owner mm. loves the club. Right, right. True, right. He, they do. And the guy that's rumored, like, that's like heading this takeover, I forget his name. I think like Jabwani or something. He's very active on Twitter. And he's, he's very active. And he's, all, he's always providing thing? updates uh, for United fans. What do you yeah. think? No, I was, I was adding on. That's yeah. right. I do think, I do think bringing, having a, it would bring a, not new, but it would bring back the old style where you know the the owners of the clubs were local really? guys. Yeah, and that'd be interesting. It would be very interesting, especially in today's world where all the top clubs are owned by American, Chinese, uh, Qatari, uh, Saudi Arabian. You know, um, mm-hmm. but it'd be it would be very interesting to see. And we are I think excited, but also just like yeah. I'm really torn on who I want because like I I do love the idea of like. Um, clubs going back to the local lads, you know what I mean? But that's just that's just not where football is heading. You just selfishly want all the money. That is that's the only reason. Would you which, not want it? Which I would too. I'm not doubting you for it. But that's there, it it's is. like, do you want the passion or do you want the money? That's right. And for your club, the the money comes with more passion because your team is better and you are happier. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, if we get if we get taken over by the Qataris and in five years time we're winning the treble, like, yeah. am I gonna be like? Am I going to feel worse about it because no. we're owned by guitar? I hate to say this, but no. I mean, no. either way, you, <laughs> not you're not much. complaining, right? You're going to yeah. take over. 100%. I, I'm kind of happy that Arsenal did it in-house. Like, we, there was all this cronky stuff that was, they hated them, and then, um, and then, um, like, Stan took over, or no, uh, Josh took over with the Arsenal side, and it somehow worked out. Yeah. Because just like what it, because I think it's very similar with Arsenal United. The big problem is not just the owners, but the people under them just as much. Mm-hmm. So what I'd be happy with either way, whether it's Radcliffe coming in or the Qataris coming in, they need to clear out our CEO, our technical directors, and all that. All right? Yeah, no, 100%. That's all I got to say on it. Um, can we go Ozil? I just want to be happy. Can we go Ozil? <laughs> Some love for Ozil. Yeah, Gunners, yeah. Yeah, Gunners, yeah. So Mezit Ozil, a man... Who I once loved, I still do love. He is retired from a wonderful career of football. What, why are you looking at me like that, Antoine? Just no, let, no, sorry, I was looking at the mic. Just let these, okay. just let these two cook. Yeah, man, <laughs> is he the best playmaker the Premier League has ever seen? No, I think so. 
He just he's not. <laughs> Can he's we better? Do you remember Kevin De Bruyne, buddy? Not as a playmaker. Like, oh my this god! Is what we were talking about last week. <laughs> All I'm not going to talk about it again <laughs> because you're living in delusion Absol- again. Oh, just because you're retiring, you're getting nostalgia. Hey, 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 hey! Can we calm down for a second? I know people who think De Bruyne's better than or Ozil's better than De Bruyne. I don't think that De Bruyne as a player has so much more to offer than Ozil. But as a playmaker, simply playmaking and vision, oh my god, Ozil's so clear. Let's not discredit Ozil. No, no, I'm not discrediting Ozil. I just, cook, I just said De Bruyne as a player is not miles clear, clear of Mesut Ozil. And some people say Mesut Ozil's better. And you know those people on TikTok who say that. So don't come, don't come at me for having an opinion saying that he's the best playmaker because he is. Yeah. He's not. Do you still created re- the most chances ever in the Premier League. It also okay. created yeah, when he first definitely. came to Arsenal. I'm reminiscing one of the most iconic videos of um, transfer deadline day with 15 minutes to go. They uh, last minute they uh, announced that uh, they announced that Mesut Ozil was coming to Arsenal, and it's a great clip if you want to be if you want to smile. Um, yeah, but Mesut Ozil. I mean, it was a rough, it was a really rough ending. What are you doing? Stop. Nothing, sorry. Mesut Ozil, uh, but it was a great time while he played for us. Um, shame he was that he didn't great have... at Real Madrid, too. Yeah, he was amazing. Underratedly good at Real Madrid. Very yeah. underrated. I mean, almost everyone, he had like eight... almost everyone on that Real Madrid team was underratedly good. He had like 80 assists in three years or something. It was yeah. crazy. Mental. Mental. Yeah. Mental. Well, quick, quick final thoughts on Ozil from YouTube. We know we love him. His career at the end is very not shouldn't be talked about because political stuff and I think it's it's bad what happened but way beyond our pay grade yeah <laughs> but what about good yes what, what do you guys think just quickly about about Ozo as, a, as outsiders about Ozo as a player yeah anything incredible you can't I look at your the smile on your face <laughs> I, I wasn't discrediting him when I said De Bruyne was a better playmaker I just, in my eyes he is I think Ozo had a better career at Real Madrid than Arsenal in my personal opinion, there's a, there's he may he like there are certainly players that you look at and say they're better than, but there are very few players in football history that, that are more compare. fun to watch yeah. than Mesut Ozil. Yeah, and there's and very that few, you can compare to, and there's very few players that have their own shot. The Ozil bounce forever goaded. Yo, I tried oh, that. Yes. I tried that shot one day and I wrecked <laughs> my knee. And on, <laughs> and on that note, Miles, take us away. Um, yeah, well, guys, thanks for joining me, everyone who's made it to the end. Thank you so much for listening. Um, hope you enjoyed. Next week, we got a bit of a longer pod. We got an exciting pod because we are currently on international break. So we'll be uh, bringing you guys some very exciting content that is, you know, we'll uh, talk about a bunch of stuff. Like, Allez, yeah, our final predictions for where we think are going to end off in the season and oh, a bunch of stuff for that. So keep your eyes and ears peeled. We cannot wait. And other than that, thanks for listening. We out. See ya. Bye.